This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I'm so excited you're here to chat with me today about how to let go of taking on everyone else's problems and this need to save everyone and our us being so affected by other people's energy and us playing small and how these are all tied together, where these patterns came from and how we can live our lives with even more freedom when we let go of all of this and really free ourselves from these responsibilities that were never ours to begin with. So before we dive in, you may have noticed if you follow me on Instagram, if not, I'm at It's Leah Party. You may have noticed that we have officially jumped back in with another round of Heal Breathwork Academy. I'm so, so, so excited. I've just, I've changed so many lives through this program, honestly. And it's really, really beautiful to see people deepening their own knowledge of breathwork and really, really gaining so much passion and joy around their own practice of breathwork that I provide for them in this. You know, you get full lifetime access to the breath portal to do your own breathwork videos and um and create that practice for yourself and then you're also becoming a facilitator so my students who have gone through this program are teaching at yoga studios um holding workshops at places like breweries retreats they're doing online um sessions and workshops and it's just really 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 beautiful to see because as you guys know i feel that breathwork is so life-changing um getting people the opportunity to really tune into themselves, their intuition, not to mention all the health benefits involved. So this is the last round of Heal Breathwork Academy that's going to be at this price. Um, The price is definitely, definitely, definitely going up next round. So if this has been calling to you, if you've been called and you feel that inside of you, you feel like a little excitement, a little jitter, a little yes to, um, to become a breathwork facilitator and join us in this program, you're not going to want to miss this round. So head to the show notes and join us. And I'm so excited to see you guys there. Okay, so let's dive in, shall we? Now, this isn't just about being an empath. Although, you know, as an empath myself, it's a whole nother level of taking on other people's emotions, where to the point where you might be experiencing anxiety that's not even yours, that you picked up from another human and you're literally just feeling it in your own body. And sometimes even physical pain, um, especially when you bring in, you know, when you really start to get into your intuitive and psychic abilities as an empath, that can be a thing. But even if you're not an empath, you've probably experienced this. I'm going to give some examples. Okay. So there's this whole, you know, it starts with people pleasing. It starts with us being so young and being taught especially as women that we just need to make everyone happy make sure everyone likes us be so agreeable you know and um we sacrifice a lot of ourselves when we do that we we stop expressing ourselves as fully we hold back things we want to say we pretend to like things we don't like 
you know, we pretend we, we, we pretend we don't like things that we actually, you know, we pretend to not like things because everyone else, we want to be agreeable. And for so many of us, we hold ourselves back because of that. And then it's especially, it's especially common in people who grew up in a household where they felt unsafe. Maybe your parents were upset a lot, or maybe there was abuse happening and, and you felt like you had to walk on eggshells essentially and be really, really careful and make sure you were perfect and make sure that you made everyone happy. Or maybe you felt like you had to save them in some way. Um, or maybe you saw a parent who was taking on other people's responsibilities. And, and yes, of course, parents are responsible for their children, but adults are not responsible for other adults. So maybe you saw your mom taking on your dad's emotions and walking on eggshells around him and being afraid to piss him off and all of that. And we, you know, we're sponges as children. We soak all of that up. We, we create these patterns that we then live by where we end up doing the same thing. So walking on eggshells around partners and just being so concerned with everyone liking us and, oh God, there's so much I want to say here, but here's the thing, you know, a lot of people in this community, um, including me, feel, feel like we really want to help people. And that is a beautiful, wonderful thing. Helping people feels really good. It can feel so intuitive. It can feel so aligned. Donating to a cause that you really stand for can feel so good. Um, buying Starbucks for the person behind you in line as an act of random act of kindness can feel so good. Allowing a friend to call you if they need to vent about something or if they want advice and you, you genuinely want to help them. Those things are great. I'm not talking about us like never helping people and just only caring about ourselves for the rest of our lives, but there's a very big difference and a clear difference between you helping people when it really feels good and offering the assistance that you feel you can offer them and taking on their problems, allowing their problems to fuck with your energy and feeling responsible for saving people. Such a difference there. Um, you know, you can't save someone else. You can be a positive role model. You can offer them help. You can, you know, allow them to vent to you. You can, you can offer them financial assistance, but you really can't save them. You really can't change someone, right? Think about like a family where maybe there's a, an adult child who is struggling with addiction or something else and everyone brings them into the living room and it's like one of those... Um, Oh, what's the word? Like a, um, oh, you're like talking to them and you're trying to get the, like an intervention. Is that the word? Well, you're like, okay, you need to go to rehab. We're so worried about you, blah, 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 blah. We've all seen that on TV if we haven't experienced it personally, right? You can't change them. You can't save them. You can encourage things. I'm not saying an intervention is like a bad idea. I'm just saying you can't just change someone or convince them to change their life. Like people are responsible for their own lives. And that's actually a really, really beautiful thing. Adults are responsible for their own lives. You are not responsible for another adult, for how they feel, for the mood they're in, for the way they perceive you. You are not responsible for that. Also, no one else is responsible to save you. You as an adult are responsible for saving you, for making the changes in your life that you want to, for taking life by the balls and like making the changes you want to make. No one else is going to, can, no one else can change you, save you, right? That is on you and that is on them. 
So a common example of this is something I feel like most of us have been in this situation is like you have a partner, a spouse, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and they're in a bad mood. And maybe you feel, oh, have I done something? You know, um, I used to so often like jump to that conclusion when my husband would be in a bad mood or upset. Oh, I must have done something. He must be, you know, especially if he didn't want to tell me why he was upset, then, then I'm, you know, oh, well, he must be annoyed at me for X, Y, Z. And he's probably so frustrated with me and well, I need to, whatever. What? No. Why are we just assuming that we are the one who did something wrong, right? Why are we just making these conclusions and feeling responsible to save them? Now, it's one thing to say to that person, hey, you know, if you need to talk, I'm here, you know, or hey, is there something I could do to help you feel better? But but making it your responsibility is a very different thing. And, and usually that involves us taking on their emotions. So now, so if your spouse is in a bad mood, that does not mean that you have to be in a bad mood. It takes practice to not take on other people's emotions, but it is possible, you know, just like your, it's your career is your responsibility. And it's not just necessarily going to be super easy for you to, you know, do whatever you want to do with your career, but it's your job. It is your job to learn how to not take on other people's emotions and make someone being in a bad mood your fault or now I'm in a bad mood because he's in a bad mood. That's not how it has to be. That is not how it has to be. Another example that I want to share, I know a lot of people have been dealing with this lately. I mean, with COVID, with all the other things that have happened the past couple of years. I mean, this is an ongoing thing, but a lot of the time, you know, maybe it's more so with social media now, but like people are sharing on social media, their political views and saying like, unfriend me if you don't agree with this. And we're not family anymore. If you voted for him and weren't whatever. Um, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I think we have a lot of inner work to do around respecting that other people can have different perspectives without like we don't need to all hate each other um but we a lot of us have dealt with that where family members and friends don't see eye to eye with us on these issues and are really upset with us for our choices or the things that we post or the things we believe anyways i bring that up because you know maybe there's like an example would be like someone is mad at you for your choices or whatever you're doing. And you're kind of like in a conflict with this person now and it doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good to have someone in your life upset with you. And so when it, when we don't feel good, we want to change it, right? We want to change it. And often we say, okay, well, then I need to fix this thing with this person. Then I need to fix the way they're seeing me. And it's really not your job. It's not your job. It's not your responsibility. Now, I'm not saying don't, say, hey, let's talk about this. Or, you know, not saying don't do those things, like do what feels good intuitively, take your inspired action. Do you desire to reach out to them and have a conversation or whatever? What do you desire to do? But it's not your job to fix it. It is not your responsibility how they feel, how they're perceiving you. You can only be responsible. You can only control your own intentions. That is what you have control over, your intentions, your life, the way you're living your life. You do not ever have control over how someone else perceives you. You just don't. And nothing we could ever do would make everyone happy, right? So that's why like, I'm so for us to just 
being radically responsible for our own lives, for our own energy, for being our authentic, honest self, living in integrity with our values, even when other people don't believe them, don't agree, don't get it. Because there's no, there's no option where you are just this person who everyone likes and everyone approves of and you get along with every, there's, unless you're not being yourself, unless you're not being authentic, unless you're hiding parts of you that other people might not agree with, or if you are, you know, afraid to share your opinions um, or afraid to be yourself, right? And not everyone is going to like us and approve us. That is just a fact. So this also ties in with playing small. You know, I tend to feel uncomfortable sharing my wins and my lifestyle with people because it's not, it's not common, you know, it's really not common um, to have such so much freedom, right. That I've created through working my ass off to build this company so I could quit my corporate job, you know, which took a lot of time and effort and energy and a lot of risk and a lot of uncertainty and a lot of scary fucking action. Um, because I did all of that, I have a life where I have a lot of freedom. You know, yesterday or two days ago was Friday and Fridays I don't work anymore. But, you know, I was at this like lake beach all day just hanging out, you know, and um, most people were working and that's okay, right? That's okay. I don't need to feel uncomfortable telling people what I did that day. I don't need to feel uncomfortable telling people about the book that I just published and how well it's going and how how many people are buying it and how people are loving it. Like it, my responsibility, like my on me is to be in integrity with my values, be honest, be authentic and and just live my fucking life. That is my responsibility. My responsibility is not how other people will take it. My responsibility is not if I'm going to make someone else feel upset because they don't like their job or if I'm going to make someone else feel jealous. That is not my responsibility at all. You know, (laughs) it's just not. And your responsibility is not how anyone else is perceiving you. Your responsibility is not if someone else is upset with you. It's just not. So yeah, um, it takes practice, you know, a lot of these things we feel like we can never do, we can never, whatever. Yes, you can, if you make a decision and you start practicing. Now it takes self-awareness too. And so that's where meditation, breath work, journaling come in, um, developing your intuition, which you can use the same tools for that. When you're, when you're feeling in touch with yourself, when you're feeling intuitively guided, when you're feeling safe with yourself and self-aware, meaning you can, you can hear your thoughts, like you can observe your thoughts and your emotions and they're not just taking control of you, right? That's like what self-awareness is. And being hyper aware of where these patterns play out in your life is essentially how you will clear them. So starting to be aware of, of the times when you notice yourself apologizing when you actually don't feel like you did anything wrong or just as a habit, right? Apologizing all the time. Um, when someone's upset, making it about you, just noticing, hi, I wonder why I, you know, I wonder why that person being upset became my problem, became me feeling differently, became me wondering what I, what I could have done to bother them or, or are they upset with me, right? Just starting to notice these patterns is such a powerful way to clear them, you know? 
um, noticing, you know, thinking back to childhood, what patterns did you pick up on? Was, was your mom a little bit too, you know, responsible for how your dad felt or vice versa? Um, you know, did you, maybe you had lived in a household where you didn't feel safe and what did you have to do? Where, where were you people pleasing to try and feel safer? Like noticing those patterns, looking at that. It can also be helpful to notice this in other people, you know, and I'm not talking about like walking around judging everybody all the time, but as you become more aware of this, you may notice other people doing this. Oh, my friend is upset at my other friend and, and the one is making it her whole responsibility to fix it. And, or, you know, and, and noticing, huh, I wonder why she feels that way. How have I been feeling that way? How has that been playing out in my life? What situations have I been in where I'm, you know, just taking, taking, making it like me, me, I need to save everyone. And I see this a lot too with um, people who are in service-based industries, you know, such as breathwork teachers, yoga teachers, like whatever, you're, you're running a Reiki business or life coaching and people tend to make it their responsibility to save everyone to save everyone by having really, really, really low prices, um, to save everyone by, yeah, just making yourself too available to people. Um, now there's nothing wrong with having pro bono clients from time to time, right? There's nothing wrong with having low prices. It's just really monitoring, like, we can have this whole egotistical hero mentality where we think we are the answer to everyone's problems and we need to save everyone. That's like not, first of all, like what makes you think that you are the answer to everyone's problems and you need to save everyone? And I'm talking to myself, you know, a, a former version of myself that felt that way and wanted everyone to be able to hire me because I was the solution for everyone, you know? Um, yeah, it's really an ego thing. You know, it's like thinking, oh, I have to just be on this planet to help everybody all the time. Really? why you like no people need to help themselves like there's also a fine line between us helping people and us enabling people taking away their empowerment no there's also a situation where you could be helping someone while also empowering them that they are in control of their own life you know, and you're willing to guide, you're willing to help, you're willing to support in the ways that you really feel comfortable and want to do. And then they're responsible for what they do with it. You know, I, I used to, um, I at one point got so burned out with clients because I was making their life my responsibility. My responsibility to my clients is pouring my heart and soul into our sessions, um, providing what they paid for you know, if not more than, you know, if not exceeding their expectations, um, providing them with bomb ass, you know, personalized homework and journaling prompts that I send out after each call. Essentially, I'm responsible for what they paid for. But I at times have made it my responsibility to be concerned, be like overly concerned with their results and what they were doing with what the tools that I provided, which I have no control over. I cannot force someone to take the reins of their life, right? And no matter what you do as a coach, you're going to have clients who aren't going to take your advice, who aren't going to follow, you know, what you've shared with them, who aren't going to, they're going to a lot of times be too afraid to make the changes in their life that they want to make. There's not much you can do about that. You just, you can't control that. You can only give what you can, and you just can't make it your responsibility to save everyone because it's not possible, you know?
<sighs> and I, you know, I really, I lived a, for a long, long time as a victim, guys. I was in such a victim mentality. Life happened to me. Everyone else needed to say, solve my problems. I wanted other people to save me, essentially. Um, I didn't feel like I had control over my life. And I felt like everyone who was taking control of their life just got lucky, right? And that didn't feel good at all. And when I climbed out of that victim mindset, it's so freeing because I see now that I have full control and responsibility of my own life. And that is empowering as fuck. So empowering. Because yes, no one can do it for me. No one's coming to save me. But how beautiful that I get to do it myself, right? I'm responsible. That means I can change things. That means I don't have to say, oh, I got lucky or she got lucky or so-and-so. No, like I have control. I can change what I want to change on my life. And that's exactly what I did. It's <laughs> exactly what I did. I realized I had the power, which, may, which means now I believe in myself. If you are enabling someone, you're taking away their ability to believe in themselves to make the changes because you're basically saying to them, like, I have to save you. You can't save yourself. So that's why I'm for radical personal responsibility and the belief that we are the ones who get to change our lives. So do some journaling around this. Ask yourself, where have you been letting others' energy fuck with you? Where have you been changing who you are in situations because you're wanting to be agreeable or not wanting to stand out or wanting everyone to accept and like you? You know, um, who are the people that when you're around, you don't feel like you can be yourself? And whose, whose problems and responsibilities are you taking on to solve and change by yourself? Journal on this. Dig into this. It's so life-changing. Um, and this is, I think, a big way that we can change the world, you know, and, and take back our power. <sighs> As you guys can see, I'm very passionate about this. I'm very excited about this. So if this spoke to you and you're like, oh, I have a lot of work to do in that area, you know, you can reach out to me for coaching. Like I provide support and guidance and accountability around this or other areas of life where you want to empower yourself or you want to build belief in yourself and manifest your dream life. So I have a brand new application system for one-to-one -one coaching. So you can go into the show notes, you can apply, and then I will reach out and we will go from there. So I love you guys so much. If you love this episode, share it on Instagram, tag me in at Metzli like jumbling my words. I'm at It's Leah Party. Um, and make sure you subscribe to the show. I appreciate that so much. And I can't wait to see you guys next week.